What is up, everyone? This is Alex Lieberman, co-founder and CEO of Morning Brew. Welcome back to Founders Journal, my personal audio diary, where I give you, the business builder, the tools you need to think better in order to build better, whether that's building a business, building a team, or building a new product. Today, I'm going to talk about what it takes to make a brand come to life from the very beginning of your business. Specifically, I'm going to talk about naming the company, landing on the Brew's logo, which for those of you who may not know it or remember it, is a blue mug with a zigzagging white arrow going from bottom left to top right. And I want to just share with you our branding journey. It wasn't easy. In fact, we made major mistakes in the process that led us to redesign our logo and rename our company a few times. But in the end, the lessons we learned were crucial and set us up for long-term success as a business. Let's get into it. For starters, Morning Brew wasn't always called Morning Brew. It started as Market Corner. I literally came up with the name Market Corner by looking up business sayings on Investopedia. I literally went to Google. I looked up business, you know, popular business sayings or popular stock market sayings. And the first link, because Investopedia is really good at SEO, was uh, an Investopedia article with their sayings. And I was scrolling through and came across the saying, corner the market. Cornering the market in business refers to a strategy where an investor wants to buy up enough supply of an asset, like you know, for example, people have cornered the copper market before. And the goal is to manipulate the price where you have all the supply. So the price goes up a lot and you make money from it. I thought just generally was an interesting investing concept. And I played around with the words corner the market until something stuck. That something was market corner. That was the, the OG morning brew. That was the name of my newsletter when I started it in December of 2014 while I was in college. It was in some ways similar to what we were trying to build and what Morning Brew is building today. We wanted the newsletter to be the go-to source of business news for a new generation. At the time, our ambitions weren't as big. So all I wanted was a newsletter that would be digestible and approachable for college students at Michigan. But the, the sentiment was the same. And so once I had the name, visually, I wanted a logo that included symbols of the markets since the phrase market corner was so directly connected to investing and trading and financial markets. And the symbol that I thought of was a bear and a bull. I wasn't a designer. So I pulled up an image off of Google that had a bear and a bull fighting each other. They were basically like in a boxing match. It literally had a watermark going across the image. Just let that sink in for a second. For the first three months, that market corner was in existence our logo had a watermark. Once I had this name and the logo, it was time to piece it all together. I had zero idea what MailChimp was at the time or kind of any of these software platforms that people use now to create email newsletters. So instead of creating a template that was in the email itself, I literally went to Microsoft Word, <laughs> which, I, which was something I knew fairly well. I found a newsletter Word template that I would literally for three months write the day's stories into. Once I finished writing the stories into this Word template, I would export it as a PDF, and then I would send it to my subscribers as an attachment. That was quite literally the first version of Morning Brew, aka Market Corner. I guess you could think of it as our beta. I didn't think about it as a beta product at the time because I didn't even think of, that, of it as a business, but that was our first product. And so when you're going to start 
your own business or your own side project, or you're working on a new product within your company, and you're wondering if what you're building is good enough, just think back to this story. The start of a successful media business was a janky PDF that had a copywritten photo of a bear and a bull pulverizing each other. Here's the thing about that early logo and also the branding in the early days of the brew. It mattered, but it didn't really matter. We knew that to succeed, we had to stay laser focused on the content of our newsletter and the delivery of that content to users by email. So like, obviously we wanted a good logo, obviously we wanted a good template, but what was different about what Morning Brew or Market Corner at the time was doing was that we were delivering content to millennial professionals or college students in a way that the Wall Street Journal or legacy institutions weren't doing at the time. So visuals mattered, but they didn't really matter. But when Austin came on as my co-founder, everything changed. We knew we needed to level up everything about the product if we wanted it to catch on beyond the University of Michigan, beyond just the college demographic. No more PDFs, no more logos with watermarks. And the first step was renaming the business. Market Corner was catchy and it served its purpose when we were an amateurist side hustle. But when our ambitions changed to becoming the voice of business for our generation, the legitimacy of our brand had to change as well. Market Corner was simply too limiting. We didn't want our content to just be for Wall Street elites or young day traders. We wanted Morning Brew to be a hub for anyone working in business or anyone with an interest in business. And that meant not using language like Market Corner that could isolate the reader. We had to think of something that felt approachable to a larger audience and on brand for a millennial media brand. So what I literally did is I set up a brainstorming session with my most creative friend in college. I told him I'd buy him dinner if he sat with me for a few hours and brainstormed business names together. We didn't have any $500,000 branding agency that it feels like every direct-to-consumer company has now. We didn't set up a design thinking sprint with mood boards and focus groups because I didn't know what any, any of that was. This was it. My friend Ross and I rattled off as many words as we could that were either associated with business, words that related to the feelings we wanted our newsletter to evoke from our readers, or words that were just literal features of the product itself. And you know, I wish I had the document where we wrote all of this down. I don't, but we probably had a list of a thousand words. Some of them I can remember. So I remember using, writing down the word daily, coffee, roast, brief, grind, bull, portfolio, meeting. And there were so many others, but they generally fell into those three buckets that I just described. And after about three hours of working through names, we landed on the one. Our goal was to evoke energy. We thought of our newsletter as that shot of espresso that gets the crust off your eyes in the morning and gets you excited for the day. This is how we landed on Morning Brew. I want to make one thing very clear, though. We didn't think we had just you know, discovered the fountain of youth with this name. We liked the name, but we didn't leave the brainstorm thinking this was the world's greatest name of a company or a brand. And my guess is that's how it goes with most companies. And I want to I wanna get that out there because I think as a founder of any product, of anything, any new idea, you want to go with a name that feels like you've had an epiphany, but that's just not realistic. And honestly, it's not where your time is best spent. A name doesn't define a company's success. A company's success defines a name. 
Think about how many brands have really bad names that just work now because of the company's success. Take Disney, literally just someone's last name. Apple has nothing to do with the product itself. Walmart, literally the last name of the founding family combined with Mart. These names meant absolutely nothing when these brands were founded decades or centuries ago. But now they are commonplace because the success of the brand has elevated otherwise underwhelming names. And that's exactly how I felt about Morning Brew. The name felt good, not spectacular. But we, what we always said is, as long as the name is good enough and doesn't confuse or distract the consumer, the success of our business will make the name better and better. And that's exactly what has happened. Once we had our name, it was time to give the entire visual brand a facelift. That meant a new logo and a new newsletter design. We put up flyers around the business school and art school at Michigan, looking for a student who would whip up the branding at a good price, and we found someone within two days. That was one of the beauties of starting the business while getting our undergrad degrees. I can't tell you how many different grants we won from the school, resources we used, and talented freelancers we found while building this thing while at the University of Michigan. The business would not be possible if its origin wasn't in college. I, I fundamentally believe that. Anyways, we ended up partnering with a student at Michigan who was an art and business double major. Austin and I spent a full weekend with her in the basement of East Quad, a freshman dorm at Michigan. We mocked up logos, posted up pictures for inspiration, and we had her make live edits on design files that she had prepared with us. After four or five rounds of revisions, and what started with 20 different logos in the first round, we landed on Morning Brew's first logo. It was an illustration of a coffee mug, hence the brew part, with a suit and tie adorning the front of it. We felt like it perfectly married the word Morning Brew with a more obvious connection to business. That suit was a symbol of business. Without proper signaling, people literally would have thought Morning Brew was a coffee brand. Our goal was to use the suit in the logo as a way to avoid confusion. You know, just thinking back on just like building the brand and the, the visual identity for it, I, I think I didn't celebrate enough at the time or let it sit in, sink in enough at the time how much I love the early days of design at Morning Brew. We literally started from scratch and had to fully imagine what our brand would be. We didn't realize at the time how many times our company's brand would evolve over the next six years. So every decision we made felt like it carried a ton of weight. Anyway, V2 of Morning Brew with the actual name Morning Brew and not Market Corner was complete after two months of redesigning and rebranding. We relaunched the newsletter in March of 2015. It wasn't until we sent our new product into the world that Austin and I realized we made a critical error. Very simply, readers thought our logo was sexist. The inclusion of a suit and tie perpetuated a problem of gender discrimination in the business. And we were stunned. We hadn't even considered this when working through Morning Brew's logo mock-ups. And now we felt completely embarrassed that we had to be told to change it. Why didn't we think of this ourselves? We had never thought about the message a simple icon would send to our readers. We had never thought about how it'd make them feel so strongly that they'd take time out of their day to reach out to us. But they were right. As our audience was growing, Morning Brew was quickly becoming a platform that carried a ton of responsibility to be inclusive in its business coverage and serve a diverse audience. And you know, as much as we tried to think about everything, and despite our best intentions, the logo just simply didn't do that. 
as you can probably imagine, we ended up reimagining Morning Brew's logo to the current design that we have, which features Morning Brew's mug and a zigzag arrow that moves from bottom left to top right. It's just crazy to think back on the original brand work that we did for Morning Brew. As I talk through this with you, I realize just how many lessons we were learning at the time, but had no idea while we were in the weeds actually working on it. We were learning what it meant to be scrappy and put together a branding that was just good enough. We were learning that while brand is important or visual brand is important, product and commercial success is more important. Brand will follow if your product is successful. We were learning that projects always took more time than you thought and predicting timing as young entrepreneurs was an incredibly difficult task. And we were learning that brands tell a story to your customer. And you want to make sure that story is one you want associated with you and your company. As always, thank you for listening to Founders Journal. I would love to hear from you. What are your thoughts on brand? Do you think that the name of your company is more important than I suggested? And when do you think it actually makes sense to spend a lot on branding versus putting it together in a more scrappy manner like we did in the early days of the business? Shoot me an email at alex at morningbrew.com with your responses. I'd love to hear from you and I'll make sure to get back to you. And by the way, if you liked the episode, it would mean the world to me if you left a review on Apple Podcasts. We are at 245 reviews right now. And my goal is to get to 250 by the end of the month. Just five more reviews. That is it. We're going to do this. And when we hit 250, I'm going to send some Morning Brew swag to a lucky reviewer. Thanks again, everyone, and I'll catch you next episode. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.